right, good morning, Arkansas. Your morning show is on the radio. Good morning, Kelly Perry. Good morning, Brandon Baxter. Here we are. Today's Tuesday, June 22nd of 2021. You can put this in your phone or your calendar, whatever you like to keep. Um, okay. Kicking off a diet today, starvation diet. <laughs> a starvation diet, which is not healthy. Yeah, I think I'll probably eat after the 4th. Oh, after the 4th. So you're not going to eat on the 4th where all of the hot dogs, hamburgers, yeah. dips, chips. According to what I saw on the Weather Channel, it looks like I've done plenty of that. Uh, um, oh, no. What are you talking about? Well, if you remember, uh, and we'll just go ahead and give a little quickie on this one. Uh, February the 14th, it was Valentine's Day. I went off and I shot a deal for the Weather Channel talking about tornadoes. You were so excited about it. I was. And then a couple days later, if you remember, I was in this room and they sent me the photo, some screenshots from <laughs> I, the shoot. Yeah, actually, I do remember that uh-huh. because I, I thought I was going to have to leave the building. I was scared for my life. Yeah, it was awful. Uh, and my thought was, ooh, wow, that's when I decided I needed to do better on food and diet. And I kicked off my exercise routine again. Uh-huh. It was like February the 16th or something like that when I saw those pictures. Unfortunately, <laughs> I did not think about that before I did national television. Uh, and I am not happy with my appearance. Wait, is there somewhere we can go see this? Yeah, the Weather Channel, the <laughs> National Weather Channel. It's called Deadline to Disaster. Talk about disaster. That was a physical disaster, a nightmare. <laughs> well, can well, number you- one, the lighting, because they wanted dramatic lighting. Uh, and I told my wife, I said, Leslie, Jennifer Lopez wouldn't look great in that lighting. <laughs> and she's pretty right. much flawless, right? right. But there, here I am. And it it was early in the morning when I shot that, right? Because the Weather Channel had come into Arkansas. And I shoot that deal. And early in the morning, you're always a little extra puffy and stuff. Um, And evidently, I was like the marshmallow man while I was doing that. And mm. Did your family watch with you? Oh, me and Kai sat at my computer and watched it. I got the direct link, right? Like, hey, preview this. Let me know what you think. And I'm watching it going, oh, my gosh. And Kai Kai knew. (laughs) He knew when he saw it. (laughs) Did he know because you're – did you start saying stuff? I'm huge. Well, maybe. <laughs> but he also, he said, well, dad, you look better now. Well, that's sweet. And he's like, you just look a little bit tired. There. I'm like, oh, that's great. Just look tired. National television looking tired, which means, hey, dad, you look kind of rough. So then I started looking at myself in my oh, phone no. going, do I look like that right now? Because if I do, I don't know what I'm going to do. Well, did I, do I look that much different to you since no. February? Great. Absolutely. No, 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 the no wait. Worst, I have to see the actual the worst, video. The worst possible answer. No, you still look the same. You look so chiseled since mm-hmm. that moment. You realize that's when I started again. Like, that's when I got serious about trying to be better. I didn't realize that until you just brought it to 100%, my attention. 100%. I saw that, and I saw those pictures. Well, how do you feel now? You should feel good. Let's take some after pictures, and let's put them up with the Weather Channel pictures <laughs> and show the, everyone. Tag the Weather Channel. <laughs> <laughs> Recreating the disaster. No, I was thinking about asking, uh, like going back with the producers of uh, Deadline to Disaster and asking if maybe I could recut my parts and they no. could re-splice me in with different lighting. I don't think... And down about 10, 15 pounds, something like mm. that. Yeah. You never know until you ask. Yeah, so I think I'm going to ask that today. Mm-hmm. We'll see how that goes. I was a little bit uh, mortified, but if you see it, um, you know, just look past it, please. The feature, like, legitimately was really good. And it paints this picture of, wow, that tornado was brutal. Uh, and this is the one that came through northeast Arkansas, mm-hmm. through Jonesboro, through the mall at Turtle Creek. And there's footage in there that had never been seen from inside the mall. Mm. Like, and that's where I was like, oh my gosh, because it was stuff like from their security cameras that never had been public until that. So you get to see the storm Mm -hmm. going through a couple of those main doors and just ripping through there. And then you get to see what it was like inside, you know, the Barnes and Noble that was destroyed. And Mm -hmm. when they walked out of the safe room and they're able to look around and see all the destruction in Barnes and Noble and books and shelves. It's pretty intense. Uh, also intense is how I look. So you might want to check that out on the Weather Channel. It airs over the next week a number of different times. Go ahead and screenshot it and tag no, him. I'm just kidding. Don't do that. Golly. I'll, Please, if, if you enjoy this show, don't do that. <laughs> because It was just a joke, everyone. I'm sure I'll come back after that. Uh, today's June 22nd, National Chocolate Eclair Day, which evidently I had plenty of those before the Weather Channel was here. It's also National HVAC Tech Day. So if you know somebody who works on the heating and air conditioning, that's a big deal and a big mm-hmm. job and very important, especially in the summertime. 
Uh, National Onion Rings Day, mm. which I'm always a fan of good onion rings. Yeah. Uh, and also National Kissing Day, which is one of Kelly's favorites. <laughs> oh, yeah. I want to kiss you all over. Over again. All right. So Kelly's chosen a couple of different songs. <laughs> the way you love me. It's a feeling like this. It's centrifugal motion. It's Another one of Kelly's favorites. I want to kiss a girl. I want to hold her tight. That's a good one. This is a good one. How about this one? Like that? It's National Kissing Day. So, here's one that's a good one. Wait a minute. I don't think this is as romantic as the other ones. Oh, you don't think so? No. Alright, maybe that is not the nicest one. It's been too long since somebody whispered. Ooh, shut up and kiss me. There's something about the silent tide Oh yeah Attracting me to you Name the artist All business, baby, none of the high But no talker can live up to Name the artist, Kelly Bonnie Ray. No No <laughs> Mary Carpenter Thanks for starting your day with us. It is National Kissing Day today. Let's do this thing, y'all. Come on. Let's throw one back on this day in country music with Brandon Baxter in the morning. So the year was 1999, and George Strait had the number one song in country music on this day. Maybe write this down. Take a little note to remind you in case you didn't know. Tell yourself I love you and I don't. Write this down. Oh, yeah. Take my words and read them every day. Keep them close by. Don't you let them fade away. So you'll remember what I forgot to say. Write this down. 1999, the number one song. That was 22 years ago today. The king of country is George Strait himself. Write this down. I'll sign it at the bottom of the page. I'll swear under oath. Cause every single word is true. And I think you need to know. So use it as a bookmark. Stick it on your refrigerator door. Hang it in a picture frame up above the mantel where you'll see it for sure. One more time. Baby, write this down. Take a little note to remind you in case you didn't know. Tell yourself I love you and I don't want you to go. Write this down. Take my words and read them every day. Keep them close by. Down. You can find the chisel. Oh, yeah. I can find the stone. Folks will be reading these words long after we're gone. Baby, write this down. Take a little note to remind you in case you didn't know. Tell yourself I love you and I don't want you to go. Down. Can't go wrong with George Strait, man. Take my words and read them every day. Keep them close by, don't you let them fade away. So you'll remember what I forgot to say. Write this down. Oh, I love you and I don't want you to go. Baby, write this down. It's George Strait. Write this down. Number one on this day in 1999.
Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, let's do Tuesday morning together. We appreciate you listening to us. And y'all, as always, Kelly Perry, well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, Arkansas! Brandon Baxter in the mornings. Gotcha gossip. Gotcha gossip on James Michael Tyler. Now, James is best known for playing Gunther, the Central Park barista on Friends. He's 59 years old, and he revealed yesterday that he has stage 4 prostate cancer, and he's been battling it for about three years. Now, since his diagnosis, the cancer has spread to his spine, leading to paralysis. Now, James Tyler appeared on the recent Friends reunion, and he was on Zoom. Uh, and he said he says it was his choice not to be there in person because he didn't want to bring a downer on it. Yeah. He said he didn't want to be like, oh, and by the way, Gunther has cancer. Um, he says that cancer, his cancer was caught late, and he hopes that the experience will save lives because he said next time you go in for a basic exam or yearly checkup please ask your doctor for a PSA test it's very easy or easily detectable and he said if it spreads beyond the prostate to the bones uh, which is the most prevalent in my form it can be a lot more difficult to deal with so James Michael Tyler Gunther from Friends is battling stage 4 prostate cancer it's just awful so many of us watched Friends and you know we just watched the reunion yeah I did think because none of us knew what was going on I thought it was strange that he wasn't there mm-hmm. live yeah you know, because he was, I mean, that was a you know big part of the Central Park atmosphere was right. Gunther and loving Rachel and all that stuff. Um, but now we know. Yeah. And that's sad, man. Real sad. Uh, got your gossip today on Khloe Kardashian, another breakup in the Kardashian dynasty. Uh, and it's weird because it seems like we always cover breakups with them, right? And then reconciliations. Mm-hmm. So Khloe Kardashian and Tristan Thompson, uh, they were together back uh, years ago. They had baby True, who's now three. Uh, then they broke up. Things weren't going well. I think there was some infidelity rumors, and Khloe Kardashian wanted to do her thing on her own. But then the pandemic hit last year, and Khloe and Tristan decided to quarantine together because of True, to have mom and dad there together. And of course, when they were back around each other, the sparks started to fly a little bit, and the relationship kind of took off again. And they've been together since the pandemic, but now they've split up yet again. They say they, they broke up a couple of weeks ago. Uh, the split remains amicable. Nobody's really all that upset and mad about it. Nobody's talking trash about each other, but they're kind of moving on and calling it quits again. There is a rumor and a video out that shows Tristan Thompson that maybe after the breakup, he might have been somewhere mm-hmm. like at a party and he might have gone off with three different girls. <laughs> I don't know if it's true or not, but there is a video people are saying is him. But what we do know, confirmed, Khloe Kardashian and Tristan Thompson are no longer a couple. Gotcha gossip on Alex Rodriguez. So A-Rod was seen hanging out with Ben Affleck's ex, um, a producer named Lindsay Shookus, at her birthday party over the weekend. And so people are wondering if this is just coincidental. But uh, what? That's Alex weird. Rodriguez was recorded standing by Lindsay at what looks like a small, intimate backyard ga- gathering in the Hamptons. But his rep says, quote, there is absolutely zero there. They've been friends for 15 years. Well, in other A-Rod news, just to let you know that he's going to be okay without J-Lo, he started renting a mansion about a mile from Jennifer Lopez's Hampton home. Supposedly, it's just for the summer while he continues to look at local property to buy. He was also spotted with a brunette woman at a restaurant last Friday, but sources say she's just his business manager. But he's going to be fine, y'all. He'll be fine, but he yes. does. He's going to live within one mile of Jennifer Lopez. But maybe it's not that weird. If you're looking for a $50 million house, I mean, you're not going to be able to probably choose tons of different spots. Anyway, it got you gossip today on Avril Lavigne. Remember her from the early 2000s? She was a big Mm -hmm. star. Uh, Avril Lavigne has made her TikTok debut. Now, if you remember Avril, her song Skater Boy was a really big hit. It was a really early hit for her. Uh, So Avril shows up on TikTok. She's singing Skater Boy. And in the video pops Tony Hawk, you know, the legendary skateboard guy. Uh, It's a pretty cute thing. It's Avril Lavigne on social media, on TikTok. Here's what it sounds like if you don't remember the song. He wanted her, she'd never tell. Secretly she wanted him as well. She has a tie on too. Catch it. That's cute. So Avril has the boat or the, the long tie on. Tony Hawk has the same tie. And now he's on the, the ramp doing all his skateboard tricks. It's a pretty cute deal and a great debut for Avril Levine on TikTok. And you can check it out again, Avril Levine on TikTok.
And of course, every morning here on Brandon Baxter in the morning, we gotcha gossip. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right. So uh, I had the chance yesterday to go out and do something with Kai that um, I loved so much when I was a kid. And I, I, I guess it was one of those things where in, in the mall that we would go to in Plano, Texas, there was a pet store. And I love the pet store mm-hmm. because they always had, you know, cute little dogs. And they typically, like in the movies, would have the dogs by the front window. Uh-huh. And you'd see these cute little puppies. And you'd want to go in and see the puppies. And then you'd go in and they'd try to sell you all kinds of stuff. And the puppies would be really expensive. Uh, but you always wanted to go and look. Mm-hmm. And I think that came from my mom because my mom always loved dogs and, and that kind of stuff. Uh, so Kyle wanted to go to the pet store. And, you know, we needed some new stuff for his ball python, some new mice for the python mm-hmm. to eat. But, of course, that means we're going to have to go and look at every animal inside yeah. the pet store. And I was going through thinking, okay, I've had one of those. I've had a hamster before. I had a tarantula at one point. You ever have one of those? No. Did you ever have crabs? <laughs> no, I didn't. See, we had those little hermit crabs. And they were kind of boring, but I remember being so excited when I got crabs for the first time. <laughs> Yes, I do remember. What is it? Because you'd see their little claws come out of the shell. Mm -hmm. Um, But the one thing that Kai decided he wanted, because there was only one snake that we were able to see, he's back on the ferret kick. Oh, Brandon. They are the cutest little long creatures with those little (laughs) tiny ears. Have you seen them? I'm with you. Why do you think I like squirrels so much? Their little ears were so cute. And I remember going, like, I know better than to to go and get him a ferret. I know better. I'll tell you what else gets you. It's their little paws because they use them like squirrels, too. And they're like little hands. And that's what gets you. So could I actually, like, play with a ferret? Like, if I got a ferret, can I take it out and play with it? I think it sometimes depends on their temperament. But if you get a good ferret, yes. How do you know if it's a good ferret? I don't know. You just have to be some kind of ferret whisperer. I don't know. Like, could I say, can I hold your ferret and then see if I like it? Yeah, if it bites you, you know that that's not the one. And that's the one thing that Kai uh, read, you know, a year or so ago when he first wanted the ferrets. And then he read that they were strong enough that they could bite through your finger. Yeah. I was like, I didn't realize they were like that Mm -hmm. because a hamster ain't going to bite through your finger. Yeah. Hamsters don't ever last very long in our house. You forget to feed them? Well, there was one time we went out of town and Leslie's mom was supposed to take care of the the hamster. And I think the room got too cold. (laughs) We came home and the hamster was no longer with us. You want to talk about a fry out? Uh Uh-huh. Because it was a new hamster. Yeah. From New Hamsterdam. And when we showed up, when we showed up, you need to take the last part away. I was upset. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right. So Wingstop, you ever go to Wingstop and get the wings and fries and all that stuff? Yeah. Yeah. So I like that kind of stuff. Um, There's a new thing they're launching called Thigh Stop. And the vision is, is they're going to do the same thing they do with the wings, but with chicken thighs. Really? So if you're a fan of the thighs, you can order those via the DoorDash deal, and they'll bring you hmm. the thighs. They're not going to open up Thigh Stop restaurants around the country, but it's going to be um, basically an extension of Wingstop, and they can be delivered if you like the thighs. Hmm. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah. So I was reading this uh, deal this morning in the Food Times that was talking about uh, different foods that are good and bad on first dates. Ooh. And of all the people I know, you know, you've had a lot of first dates, and they were kind of done after that. So <clears throat> what I thought wow. I'd do is... Run through the list of uh, of how these go and would rank on with your experience. Of first okay, uh-huh. uh huh. Good foods for the first date. Okay, pizza is the number one food on a first date. Easy, you can use your hands. It's not that messy, right? I don't know anybody who just says I don't like pizza at all. Yeah. Right? I mean, mm-hmm. like, most people like it a little at least. Yeah. Most people like it a lot. And there's a bunch of different kinds, and you can get it made the way you want it. Yeah. You know. So pizza's a good first date food, and according to this survey, the number one first date food. Other things that are good first date foods, and you can weigh in on this. Uh, hamburgers, cheeseburgers, good. Okay. Salad. Hmm. Salad seems so boring, though. It does seem kind of boring. get a salad. Yeah, I don't ever want to be the girl that goes out on the first date and is like, I want a salad ranch on the side, please. Does it, and you dip the, you actually dip the lettuce into the ranch yeah, so you don't get too much? Yeah, it just seems high maintenance way off like, I think right so at the too. beginning. 
A steak is always good. You know, you can't really go wrong with that. Ice cream is good as well. They also want to say uh, roast is good. Really? I, I don't really know about that. Hmm. Hey, come on out. Let's go get some roast. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Some roast and potatoes and, and the carrots in there. That's the, a like meeting as parents type date. Yeah. The mom brings you over for to cook some pot roast. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, lasagna makes a list. Chicken wings on the list as well. Here are some things that they say you should avoid on the first date. <laughs> and, and some of these I'm going, well, I don't know that they're messy, but maybe they just send the wrong message. And until you know what somebody's likes are, maybe it's a little bit pushing it. The number one food, according to this survey, that is not a good first date food is oysters. Hmm. Can you imagine on the first date, dude gets a, like, let's say you don't like him, right? Because obviously if, if you like no, him, it it's different. No, it me out. Right. It would completely gross me out. But I think you'd be like, oh, he's the, the oyster guy. The guy who on the first date ate the oysters. Yeah. Like on the half shell, on the cracker. Yeah. Horseradish. Mm-mm. That's good stuff, though. Other things they say to avoid on a first date, mussels, crab, lobster, curry is not a good first date food, hmm. they say. Uh, they also say ribs because they're so messy. And they, there's sushi has made the list, but I don't really get that. Maybe there's something about like a raw fish maybe, or a raw oyster. Maybe so. Is that a turnoff for some ladies? I don't know. I just don't like it because I don't like those. You don't so like what? Oysters, oysters and mussels and yeah. So if I were to, to, if we were to go on a first date and I'm over here eating the oysters. I'd be grossed out. Yeah. Okay. But what about the what about the sushi? Is that bad? No, that wouldn't gross me out. I don't think that's bad either. Mm-hmm. But anyway, hmm. uh, good and bad first date foods. Think about that if you're in the dating pool. Thankfully, we're not. It doesn't even say Mexican food. No, no it does not say Mexican food well, anywhere on there. What would you think is a good first date food? Not that. Not Mexican food. No beans either. I guess is what you're trying to go. That's for. what your wife was telling you, me. Hmm. Mm-hmm. You just spun that on me. I know this sounds crazy. Believe me, I know it. It's crazy. That sounds kind of crazy. You must be crazy. And people are crazy. So if you just started dating someone and you're already fighting about this, man, I just don't know if it's going to work out long term. So a 54-year-old guy in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, called the police and said his 45-year-old girlfriend of two weeks had assaulted him during an argument. And the thing they were fighting about was... Making s'mores. Now, it's not clear if they were arguing about how to make them or whether to make them or not. Now, I'm I'm guessing the first one seems more likely because who says no to s'mores? Exactly. But when police got there, the woman claimed she never hit him and that it was just a heated verbal argument. Now, he claimed she did hit him, but there weren't any bruises or marks to back up his story. Hmm. So they didn't have enough evidence to arrest her. So it's not clear if they broke up or if they're trying to work through it. But speaking of making some yummy s'mores, Brandon, you are like a lot like a marshmallow. Really? How's that? Yeah. Getting roasted all the time. (laughs) You didn't like that, (laughs) y'all. There's even more proof that people are crazy. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, here we go. Tuesday morning. Thanks for joining us. Let me to show you a quick little video clip of me from the Weather Channel. <laughs> yes, I do. Because just if you're just uh, now joining us on the show, Brandon talked about being on the Weather Channel, mm-hmm. and he's upset about it because he thinks he looks a little bit um, tired and chubby, hefty. Hefty. Well, so I shot this thing back in February on Valentine's Day, right? And when I got the the video, the screenshots from the production company, I realized, mm. ooh, that is not my best look. So I decided at that point to start trying to eat better and work out more and all the stuff that you do when you realize you don't like the way you look, right? Yeah. Just what I did. So uh, I was watching the video last night, the full episode, right? Because it aired on the Weather Channel on Sunday, and then they sent me the full link so I could watch the entire thing and keep it. Uh, and it's going to air multiple different times on the Weather Channel. But what, awesome. I th- what I thought I would do, I'm going to pull up a little part of it and let you see what I saw. Brandon, I don't want to do this on the air. No, I want you to. Oh. And it's fine. I'm not going to have my feelings hurt. No, anything. but everyone knows that you do sometimes get your feelings hurt very easily. No, that's not true. I'm very strong-willed. and I'm... Okay, so 
One hour, two minutes into disaster. This is uh, about a okay. couple minutes into the show. And I'm about just to see you? Yeah, I'm going to... Okay. Uh, I wonder if I can play the audio. Should I play audio? I'm probably not legally allowed to. Um, anyway, so this is... Uh, here's That's, a meteorologist. Doesn't look like you. No, that oh. is not me. That's a meteorologist okay. who is discussing the tornado from the technical aspect in the next clip, it goes over to the radio host who was on the air in the middle of a tornado, and, and I describe my part. All right, so I'm going to turn this music down so we get Kelly's initial reaction. <clears throat> and I need you to be honest, and it, you're not going to hurt my feelings. I just want you to know you're Brandon, not going to. You- what? That, there I am. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> Brandon. Number one, y'all, he's looking at me and blinking. No, I'm not. I wasn't like, looking at first. Like, what, what am I going to say? Kelly, I wasn't looking at you at first. <laughs> Could you unpause it on that part? No. <clears throat> you pause it in a weird... <laughs> this is not good. This is right, national number television. Number one, you're, you have on your um, pullover. This was a mistake. Why? Why? This was a fashion faux pas. You know, here's what's weird about stuff like this. Have you ever gone out and you like, you know, obviously when you get ready, you're trying to do the best you can for that day. (laughs) So I thought this was a good choice. I was happy with the decision. I was happy with the way that I looked. I thought the shirt fit well. Mm -hmm. I thought it made my arms look good. I thought I had enough concealer on that everything looked fine. Because I wouldn't have left the house. (laughs) Kelly had a no-show if I thought I looked bad that day. I'd just not gone. I wouldn't have subjected myself to this. So I show up there, and then what I see is what they were seeing from the other side of the camera. Brandon, it is not bad at all. Oh, I paused it at a bad spot again. And my wife's like, why did you trim your beard so short? I don't see that. What do you the see? The only thing I see that bothers me. Oh, this is good. This is no, a good one. it's the, the lighting. Their lighting. Weather Channel, y'all got to up your game on the on the lighting now. Y'all got to up your game. But they're going for dramatic. They're going for the dramatic look, and everybody has this. I got, I get that. But if if there was a little bit more lighting, there's a little more shadows, right? Yes. <laughs> Just tell me, uh, Brandon. You look. You look. No, you, you can, look great. No. I am going to say you have lost weight since. Then. Can you tell? Yes. Unfortunately, on national television, they can't tell. Maybe you could go in with a disclaimer and ask them uh, to have like a little bubble above your face that says, by the way, this man has lost weight since this has aired. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted everyone to know that. This outfit is a fail, too, with the lighting. Well, and here's the thing. You have on black. You can't see where your arms are. <laughs> you just can't see like if they're. That's why I think that there's um, – quit staring no, at me I'm like I'm going to say something wrong. I'm just listening. I think that's all I want to say. So because it's dark and I'm wearing black, they didn't give me a heads up it was going to be a black room. Yeah, you didn't know. Why did I wear a slicker shirt, as I call them? I don't know what they're really called. That have like the the shininess why to it? Why did I do that? Well, I don't – It had logos on it, so I thought that was the right thing to do. No, I get it. Not a good idea. I should have just wore a T-shirt. I look funny if I don't wear T-shirts. I could have wore a polo or something, but instead I wear this. Well, I, I think it's fine. This is not a good one. And here's how I know I'm it's not a good one. I'm going to screenshot No, you're not. Quick. No, what? you're not. Turning it around. Here's where I know it's not good. And I'm legit. I'm fine with it because I think I do look better now than I did back in February. <clears throat> At least I'm going to tell myself that. But here's where I'm, uh, I know the truth. When I showed it to Kai, I could see in his face that he knew too. Y'all, and if you don't know, his son is brutally honest, almost to the point where it can hurt Brandon's feelings. Oh, he's 11 and brutal. <laughs> and then my wife was just like, well, you just look a little tired. <laughs> she was trying. She's trying. And the same way that you just tried live in front of all of Arkansas <laughs> today to, to not make me feel bad about it. But I can tell by the giggles and the smirks and the trying to find anything good to say that there ain't nothing good to say about the way I look in this. <laughs> so if you see the Weather Channel special on tornadoes in Arkansas, just a heads up, I don't look like that anymore. I still believe I was happy with what I said. I just wish I was wearing a mask, like Nacho oh, Libre. Let's take a picture of you now. No. And then I'm we'll a, do a side-by-side. I'm afraid to ever be on camera again <laughs> at this point. So silly. I really am. But the Weather Channel has multiple airings coming up again, and I think the next one is going to be, uh, I believe, on Thursday. So I'll remind you guys. No, but uh, just, you know, watch it. uh, 
Well, look the other way when I'm on. Just play something. Brandon Baxter in the morning. And Kelly Perry. I have one question for you. Are you ready to celebrate some local people? Let's do it. Let's do the birthdays. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Well, well, well. Time for birthdays for today, Tuesday, June the 22nd of 2021. Local birthdays, local celebrities, here we go. Happy birthday goes out to Christy Russell of Jonesboro, who celebrates today. John Haywood, happy birthday. Cody Snyder of Hazen is celebrating. Nathan Davis from Clarendon. Kelly Williams of Stuttgart. Jimmy Lambert of Jonesboro has a birthday today. Joshua, uh, Joshua Terrell, happy birthday. We have Paula Jordan Beavers of Jonesboro celebrating. Brandon Covington, happy birthday. Sarah Scott of Jonesboro celebrates. Sheila Spencer of Lane celebrating a birthday today. <clears throat> Angie Shipman of Jonesboro has a birthday. And so does Jeff Gregory, also from Jonesboro, celebrating it today. And if you have a birthday today, we say this. We say... Happy birthday to all y'all, and you celebrate with these celebrities. Alicia Goranson is 47. That's Becky Connor on Roseanne. Donald Faison is 47. He's on Scrubs. Carson Daly is 48. He's the host of The Voice and former host of TRL on MTV. Man, so many days watching TRL. And I will say I was in New York City one time doing one of those tours on top of those buses. And we drove by TRL, and he was doing daily and we waved at him and he waved back man so i've kind of met carson oh you haven't met him <laughs> just because you were in the same vicinity doesn't he mean you met him at me he waved at you specifically yes he was saying hello kelly i, hello, I could see it hello little arkansas girl yeah all right let's see oh happy birthday today to kurt warner who is 50 retired quarterback who led the st louis rams to their super bowl 34 victory against the tennessee titans and also i would like to say that i named my son after him there you go. there's that meryl street is 72 today and happy birthday today to Cindy Lauper. Oh, yeah. Who is 68 today. Let's do some Cindy Lauper. This was a big hit in the 80s. Time after time. If you fall, but. I will catch you up. Cindy Lauper's biggest hit was this one. Cindy Lauper was involved in the very first WrestleMania. Yeah, Roddy Piper attacked her and her manager. And here comes Hulk Hogan for the for the save. 1985. Also, Captain Lou Albano was in the video. Wrestling fans, what's up? Cindy Lauper celebrating today. Happy birthday goes out to my good friend Cindy Lauper, who turns 68 today. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Tuesday mornings are better right here on the radio with us. We appreciate you listening to us and y'all as always, Kelly Perry. Well, 
She's got three words for you. Good morning, Arkansas! This is Country Music News on Brandon Baxter in the Morning. All right, we have Country Music News today on Jason Aldean. I can blame it on the whiskey. I wouldn't blame you if you didn't even miss me. Gave you a million reasons, girl, not to be with me. So if you're a fan of Jason Aldean, and most of us are, He's going to be doing some uh, special dates in Las Vegas. So if you're looking for a reason to go to Las Vegas, you can go and see Jason Aldean. There's three dates booked, December 9th, December 10th, and December the 11th. Uh, The shows are called the Back in the Saddle Las Vegas 2021 Tour. And tickets go on sale to the general public on Friday morning. But if you're a member of Aldean's Army, the fan club, you can actually go and uh, check those out right now. It's going to be at the Park Theater at Park MGM in December, again, the 9th, 10th, and 11th. And you can find out more on Jason Aldean's social media. When lights come on, everybody's screaming, lighters in the sky, yeah, everybody's singing. Every word to every song of the girl that's taking home tonight. It has to be bittersweet for Jason Aldean, too, to go back to Las Vegas. If you remember the situation at the festival outside where he was on stage and the gunman Mm -hmm. from uh, way up in the air and the hotel was firing at Jason and the fans. Uh, So it's got to be very emotional for him to go back to Vegas. But again, it's happening in December of this year. We have country music news today on Kane Brown. Don't get me wrong. I'm a God-fearing Christian man. But if you were a religion, then damn. I don't know what I do. Yeah, I might have to worship you. So he's teasing a new song that's going to be on his upcoming album, Worldwide Beautiful. And the song that Kane gives us a sneak peek of is called I Can't Love You Anymore. And it's basically Kane saying he's going to love his wife, Caitlin, till he can't love her anymore. Even through the heartbreak, the laughter, he's always going to have love for her no matter the situation. This is what it sounds like. It's called I Can't Love You Anymore by Kane Brown. Also, if you want to see Kane Brown live, he's touring this year. It's called the Blessed and Free Tour. He's going to visit 29 NBA basketball arenas throughout 21 and 22. October 23rd, Kane's going to be here in Memphis. All right, that sounds good. Mm-hmm. All right, country music news today on Dirk's Bentley. I've been gone. I've been gone. I've been sitting on the couch watching TV all day long. All day long. So. Dirk Bentley had the opportunity to break some sad news on his social media. And uh, I mean, if you remember the story, there was a young girl who was battling cancer and Dirk Bentley got word of this and went to her house and uh, he played a show for her, like a private one man concert. Mm -hmm. So Bailey is sick. She's battling cancer. She's laid up on the couch and Dirk Bentley, one of her favorite artists is right there on the Ottoman playing guitar and singing his song riser. Dirk Bentley has shared on social media on social media that she passed away. Mm. So if you go back and you look at his post, it shows that it really touched his heart. Dirk says, up until a month ago, I thought that free gigs led to the gigs where I got paid in beer. And then to tips on lower Broadway, then to the clubs and the theaters, working my way up to the larger crowds and the biggest shows. He goes on to say that he believes he has that all upside down now. And those big shows were all just preparation for his most important show, which was for an audience of one, which was Bailey. So it's a really emotional post. Obviously, Dirks is uh, bothered by her passing. And if you want to check it out, we have it up today on the Brandon Baxter in the morning blog. We have country music news today on Brantley Gilbert. Cause you don't know like I do. You never understand. And you don't know we've been through. You 
So Brantley has released a song that's taken on a life of its own. Now, the song is called The Worst Country Song of All Time, and it's a collaboration with Hardy and the one and only Toby Keith. But Brantley even admits that the song started out as a joke. He said that it started off as a goofy riff on an idea that Hardy had, and the song quickly became serious when Brantley saw that the reactions it was getting from all the other songwriters, they were loving it. He was like, wait a minute, I think we have something. Now, if you haven't heard this song yet, we're going to pick it up with Toby. This is called The Worst Country Song of All Time. And the bridge goes, I'm too good for solo cups. Your mama's homemade fried chicken sucks. Boots ain't made to get scuffed up. How you like that saxophone? Yeah, my nick ain't red and John Deere's blue And yours country's caviar if you think that's true And this song's a joke, but if it ain't for you I know your favorite song And it goes like It's Brantley Gilbert, Hardy, and Toby Keith, the worst country song of all time, and it's out now. You can check it out on the blog today, the Brandon Baxter in the Morning blog. It is up right now. That's your country music news on Arkansas's Morning Show. Brandon Baxter in the Morning presents Today in Pop Culture. All right, so today is June the 22nd, and today in pop culture in 1974, it was a big day for Madonna. So Madonna was 15. And she goes off to her very first concert. The concert that she went to first, her very first one, was David Bowie. So Madonna says she sees David Bowie on stage and she realizes that she was seeking that fame and the freedom of being on stage. And that was the show, that concert, her first concert, was the one that drove her to becoming an artist Mm. herself and, of course, having one of the biggest careers in music. Dream all started today in 1974. 15 year old Madonna going to see David Bowie. Leads to this, y'all. Today in pop culture in 1984, it was such a big day in my childhood because a movie came out that featured Ralph Macchio and Pat Morita. The movie was the original Karate Kid. Johnny Lawrence is there. Allie with an eye is there. You've got to watch it. Oh, season three. So, today in pop culture in 1984, it was the big debut of the karate. What are they yelling in that final fight? No mercy. It's sweet. So, that's 1984. Today in pop culture in 1985, Brian Adams started a two week run at number one on the U.S. singles charts. With this one. Eighty-five. It's Brian Adams. Today in pop culture in 1988, Robert Palmer put out one of his biggest hits. Remember the video? Uh, yeah. Awesome. 
simply irresistible. Simply irresistible. Huge hit, man. All right, today in pop culture in 1990, Billy Joel became the first rock act to ever play Yankee Stadium. He had two sellout shows at Yankee Stadium. Billy Joel. Nineteen ninety Billy Joel. Hey Billy Joel, we want you to play Yankee Stadium. Not a bad game. Right? Anymore, this is my life. Dun, 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 dun. Go ahead with your own life. Leave me alone. Billy Joel. You're a fan, aren't you? I love Billy And today in pop culture in 2013, this was eight years ago, Robin Thicke started a 13-week run at number one on the singles charts with Blurred Lines. That was a big song. That video was pretty big as well. As a matter of fact, a little known fact, Kelly auditioned for the role of <laughs> Emily Ratajkowski. Okay, in that. that is a lie. Yeah, I'm not sure how that went out. <laughs> but she does have the footage. Brandon Baxter in the morning. You know, I think as we go throughout life, we learn things. And it's unfortunate that when we're young, we think we know it all. And we act like we know it all. And then as we get older, we realize we really didn't know anything. Mm-hmm. Isn't that weird about life? That, like, like That's really what happens. Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember having those memories about, you know, when I was young and you're hearing the advice of people who were older and you're thinking, oh, they're out of touch. They don't get mm-hmm. it. And then one day you look back and you're like, man, they were right on stuff. Uh, one of the things that I did yesterday, which was um, I had this moment where I'm like, hey, me and Kai, we need to go and get some some new mice for the snake and let's just run around. Right. And what I really wanted to do, I took my little nap and I'm like, normally my routine is wake up, have a little bit of food, pre-workout, do a workout, cardio, and then. Whatever happens for the rest of the day. But I decided after the nap, because Kai was really looking forward to going to the pet store, that I was going to go to the pet store. Because that's what he wanted to do, right? I wanted to invest that time with him. We go to the pet store. We go to two different pet stores. He's loving that whole experience. We get the the mice that he wanted, and he's all excited about that. Uh, And then on the way back, we're we're driving through town, and he sees a, a place that sells frozen treats and He's like, Dad, let's get one. And in my mind, I'm going, no, I'm going to go home and do cardio, and maybe we can do that later, son. And that's typically what I would say. Yeah. Oh, not right now. We'll do that some other time. We'll do that later. And I thought, you know what? He wants to do that now. Let's do it right now. And you would not believe the excitement when he got to make the suggestion, and we pulled in and got the frozen treat. And, of course, I get the the big gigantic one. Of course. And I'm worried that it's going to melt like I always do anytime I get something that's either ice cream or custard. And I start eating it as fast as I can. (laughs) And he's like, Dad, why don't you just enjoy every bite? I'm like, nope, because I won't enjoy it when it turns to milk. Yeah. I'm going to enjoy it now with that consistency. But I think I was going through and I realized in that moment that many of us as people, we get so busy and caught up in our own lives and worried about the next thing that we we stop taking the time to enjoy the moments. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because we're always worried about what's next and what we have to prepare for as opposed to just saying, you know what? That doesn't matter right now. I can do that. I can push the other thing off until later mm-hmm. and spend the time with your family. That's the most important. And as I was kind of processing that, it's really something I'm actively trying to work on because I think in life, we always have to actively try to improve at something Yeah. because I'm not going to say I have it figured out. You know, all of us have things we mm-hmm. can be better at. But one of the things that I was thinking last night was one day, these will be the days that I look back on and miss a hundred percent because it's happened with every phase of my life. Mm-hmm. 
you know, you go through, oh, you don't appreciate them when you're having them. And then you go back and you see a photo and you're like, oh my gosh, that was a great time. Yeah. Or you see a video. Oh my gosh, that was a great mm-hmm. time. Why as people can we not enjoy the times while we're having them? Why do we always have to to look at them fondly for, in perspective as opposed to just enjoying them while we have it? If we could all just take a moment to, to drop the stress and to do what truly is going to make us happy, it makes everything so much better. But it's almost like we're programmed as people not to do that. Like we're programmed not to enjoy the moments until it's too late and they're already gone. And when you say it out loud, it sounds extremely silly, doesn't it? Yeah, because why don't we? Right. Because we're always worried about the next thing or where we need to be next or what we're going to do the next day or how much money is in the bank. I remember uh, one of our friends who worked here for for many, many years, Grover Nell Grisham, was talking about, um, you know, when she was raising her kids that she wanted her kids to always have fun. And one of the things that uh, I'll never forget her telling me, we were at some type of a broadcast somewhere, and she said, if your kid wants to color on the wall, that kid can color on the wall because guess what? You can always buy paint. And I'm going, what? That sounds crazy. Don't color on the wall. But it's true. Right. So if we can go through life and enjoy the moments while we're having them, we don't always have to look back. Because every time you go through time hop, and I've done it today. That kills us. I'm like, oh, that was a great moment. Oh, that was a great mm-hmm. time. Was it really a great time? Or in hindsight, was it great? Yeah. Like where we, because we don't remember what was going on, the, the actual things in that particular day when mm-hmm. we see the photo. But we remember the memory and it being a good memory. So my advice, if we could have any today, and I won't, you know, try not to be preachy very much on here because I think that can be annoying yeah. to people. But I think also sometimes perspective is good too. If we can all go throughout life today and say, "Hey, let's appreciate these moments while we have them today," and not wait ten years to appreciate them, every day might be better. So, just a thought, random thought, and the sermon is over. I like we will it. Return to regularly scheduled programming <laughs> here in just a moment. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, so I saw this deal, and I was like, ooh, this is disgusting. And I thought I would bring disgusting information to all of you today. Because that's what we do. We want to gross you out, basically, you know? It's when Kelly auditioned for Blurred Lines. Um, here is the deal. Wow. Okay, that was low. I was That's what I heard. I was reading this deal um, earlier today that was talking about the foods that our parents or our grandparents or somebody in the family used to make that in hindsight weren't that normal. Okay. <laughs> some of these are really, really disgusting. And then I'm going to ask you to share, and I'll share some of the ones I remember, you know, people that okay. I know making. Uh, there was one person who said that their family used to do this dinner that was cold peas, mayonnaise, uh-uh. and sugar all mixed together. It was a side dish that went with dinner. Peas, mayonnaise, and sugar. Mm-mm. Nope. Couldn't do it? Nope. Uh, there was also someone who said that they did this uh, this mac and cheese that also had peas and tuna mixed in, and their mom would send that uh, to school with them as a lunch. <laughs> mac and cheese, peas, and tuna. Oh, their poor lunchbox would smell so bad. Someone uh, said their parents actually would use like pot roast, like the leftover pot roast, and they'd put it through the food processor <laughs> and then mix it up with Miracle Whip. And put it on bread and call it a beef salad. But here's the thing. Like, to me, you, you're gagging. Yes. I love pot roast. No, me too. But it's the same thing like if you're going to do like a chicken salad, right? No. It's just with, no. No. Have you ever had a pot roast sandwich? Yes. Because they have mayonnaise, the bread, and the pot roast. It's good. So why not just make it easier to chew through the pot roast? That one doesn't bother me. Uh, this woman says her grandmother used to make applesauce jello. It was red jello mixed with applesauce. And then for a little bit of a, a spicier side, she'd drop in some red hot candies. Applesauce. That's not horrible. Jello and red hots. I would try it. What about peanut butter and bacon on toast that, with gravy on top? Peanut butter and bacon sounds amazing to me. That doesn't sound good to you? I think there's places that have those kind of hamburgers, like the peanut butter and bacon yeah. hamburgers. And they're delicious. If mm. you've never tried it, have you not? No. They're really, really good. Uh, how about this one? Cold spaghetti, lettuce, chicken mm-hmm. croutons, and cheese, all with French dressing over the top. Cold spaghetti, lettuce, croutons, and cheese. I can't deal with cold spaghetti. Well, and then lettuce mixed in? That's kind of strange. Uh, they say that uh, some people would do potato chips, chicken soup, and tuna. This one's really gross. They call this mock chicken, and it was potato chips, chicken soup, and tuna, but it was stacked up like lasagna. 
So as opposed to the noodles, you had the chips. No, Mm-mm. not a good one. Mm-mm. Not a good. One. I was thinking about some of the personal ones that I could probably contribute. Um, and some are gross, and some aren't that bad. Like a simple one, my nana. And I guess maybe just she didn't have hamburger buns, right? She didn't go to the, the store for hamburger buns. She would oftentimes eat a hamburger just on white bread. Yes. Yes. My grandparents would do that as well. And in hindsight, it's not really that far off, but there was something that looked bad about it because there's like a big old thick piece of meat. It would the, get soggy quicker than the, uh, than the buns would. That's what it is, isn't yes. it? Yes. And she put tons of salt on there. Uh, did you ever do chip sandwiches where you would have like some type of like turkey like, or ham and you put chips in the sandwich? Like Doritos? Yes. That's good. So we did those. Uh, I used to do a deal. There was a point in time where I didn't really understand anything about nutrition <laughs> and I liked mustard. So I would just do a mustard sandwich. Oh. It was just bread with Mm-mm. two with mustard in the middle. That's weird. No. Mm-mm. One of the things a friend of mine, his name was Matt, his mother used to make, and it was like a daily thing that they would make. They would do peanut butter and syrup sandwiches. So you'd have your bread and you'd layer it with peanut butter, but as opposed to putting jelly on it, you would use like um, pancake syrup. Mm. You want to talk about really good? You get fried. I'm telling you, if you haven't ever tried that, go home today and try that. Mm. And you guys will message me and tell me how good it is. Because it's the richness of the peanut butter and then that, that sweet of well, the see, maple syrup. all that's fine. But when people start saying peas and tuna and mayonnaise and mixing it together, mm-mm. The tuna one, my friend Eric, right? I had two friends when I was a kid. One was Aww, Joe. Your imaginary friend. Eric was only around for a little bit. But his mom and, and him would do what I, I told you before was called a tuna pocket. And I guess the you know, tuna fish is good for you. But so the, the idea behind the tuna pocket was you would get your piece of bread. You get two pieces of bread. Okay. And you'd rip off the, the crust of the bread. I know you're trying to make this sound good, but I'm already disgusted. You take the can of tuna and you mm. turn it upside down onto the bread. You drain it a little bit. You wanted a little Ew. bit of the juice in there. So then you put it on the bread. You take the other piece of bread that already had the, the um, what do you call it again? Crust. The crust taken off of it. And you would press down on the top piece of bread to almost make like a pastry like you were making like a Like crustables. Pie. Yeah. Uncrustables. Is it called crustables or uncrustables? Uncrustables. So what you would do is you, you would then have like this little pie looking thing with a big old thing of tuna on the inside of it and you would microwave it. Brandon, that is gross. But I loved it as a kid. Is that gross? Go home and eat that today. No? I think I'm Ugh. good. Does that sound gross? Yes. Is that the worst of the bunch? A tuna pocket? It sounds gross. You have anything? The only thing I could think of when you were coming up with all that stuff is any type, and I like Jello. Mm-hmm. But anytime someone has Jello, just like at, at you know holidays, and they put stuff in Jello that doesn't seem like it should be in Jello, mm-hmm. I can't deal with that. Yeah. And there's some people that put stuff in Jello that you're like, I had no idea that that could go into Jello. Here's some strips of carrots. Right. Here's a chicken strip. Oh. Yeah. It's that Watergate salad stuff that yes. my grandmother used to make. Mm. Then cherries and pineapples and whipped cream. And-, and I like all of them separately, but when you put them all together and it's in the jello, there just seems like there's something wrong. Right, because you see, you see through it and you see it floating in there. <laughs> Maybe that's it. Floating. You're like, what is that cherry floating in the jello yeah, for? Yeah, it's weird. It's kind of like a fruitcake. Even if it tastes good, it looks so freaking weird. <laughs> You know, oh, here's some bread. Oh, look in there. There's a half a cherry. Ew. There's a there's a dried pineapple in the middle of this bread. <laughs> so anyway, that's kind of fun to think about. Maybe you guys have some fun stuff. You can message us on social media and let us know if you had family stuff that was really disgusting that you used to eat that in the day you thought was normal, <laughs> like the tuna pocket. Let us know. It's up on social today. Facebook.com slash Brandon Baxter in the morning. She's a walking, talking encyclopedia. Here's Kelly Perry's Did You Know on Brandon Baxter in the Morning. Brandon, this is something good for you to know. Did you know you're 104 times more likely to choke to death than to die from being struck by lightning? Thanks, Kelly. <laughs> now I'll be afraid to eat. I know. Did you know if you plan your uh, if you plan to tip your mailman or mailwoman around Christmas time, 
USPS workers are allowed to accept gifts as long as they cost $20 or less. There's no official policy for UPS, but they're discouraged from accepting anything. Really? FedEx employees can accept gifts valued at $75 or or less, but they cannot accept cash. That's wild. I didn't know any of that. I I never had considered tipping them. That's wild. And did you know only five U.S. presidents have had beards, and all five were Republican? (laughs) Abraham Lincoln, Ulysses S. Grant, Rutherford B. Hayes, James Garfield, and Benjamin Harrison. Wow, how about that? And if you didn't know, now you know. Brandon Baxter in the morning. How much money would it take for you to give up social media? I want you to think about that in your head, and I'm going to give you some stats on how important social media is to us as people. And I think when you hear that, you're going to go, wait a minute, what the heck? Okay. Because a lot of people don't want to give it up. Okay. So 20% of people say it would take a minimum of $1 million for them to quit. So one out of every five people says for a million bucks, eh, maybe. I'd take that. But I'm not sure. Really? It would take that much? 70% said it's at least 10000 bucks to quit forever. Uh, 30% would do it for less than that. But it's kind of wild to me that you know we've, we've developed such a deal where we're so addicted to it. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like as, as parents, because I've gone through this deal, you'll read this research and you'll hear that video games like a Fortnite, they're set up to basically trigger your brain and they're set up for the response to where you're addicted to playing and you can't wait and you're trying to continue to achieve and earn more. Mm-hmm. And even the sounds and the visuals mm-hmm. and the celebrations, like all of it is is psychologically impacting our lives. And the people who design these are actively trying to play into our brain. They're brilliant too. Right, because they've studied the human psychology, the human psyche, the human brain, and they figured out things that trigger us that make us happy and make us want to continue to spend money and be uh, involved. And we talk to our kids about that. Oh, Kai, because that's what we've said it. They're just trying to get you addicted to the game, to buying those skins, to earning the next level, blah, blah, blah. But here we are as parents, equally as addicted to these devices in our hands. It's true. And you see it universally. And it makes me think, I guarantee you that with the algorithms of social media and stuff like that, they know what they're doing. This isn't accidental. Right. We're getting played too. So for all of us who go in and we're going to say the kids are getting played by the games mm-hmm. and the sounds and the visuals and blah, blah, blah. We're getting played too. <laughs> That's true. If it takes you a million dollars to give up Facebook, that is ridiculous. <laughs> think about it. Yeah. I won't I won't do it for 50000 That's not enough. I don't know. That goes pretty quick. I'm just saying. That's how silly we are. Yeah, it is silly. But anyway, that's what's happening. A lot of people don't want to give up their social media. And to some people, the one in five, it takes more than a million bucks for them to quit. That's crazy to me. Brandon Baxter in the morning. There's a big statue in Palm Springs. It's causing issues because they put a statue up of Marilyn Monroe, an iconic figure. Yeah. Right. I mean, just a pop culture icon. Uh, It's a 28-foot Marilyn Monroe statue that's outside of a museum, and some of the locals aren't real happy about it because um, it involves one of her most famous scenes. And the scene, and I think it's, if you know who Marilyn Monroe is, we've all seen the scene. It's from the movie The Seven-Year Itch. Uh, She's got the white dress on, the skirt blows up, you know. And What are you talking about? You're an idiot. I know you know. You've reenacted that. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so there, this deal is such a big deal in Palm Springs that there were actually protesters outside. Uh, the Women's March Foundation says that when you go here and you see um, basically a view of her underwear, Marilyn Monroe's underwear, that they think that's inappropriate. And they say it may have been acceptable in the 1950s, but we are in 2021 and women are saying enough is enough. Hmm. Here's the thing. The statue, to me, the statue is cool. I'm not sure if me and Leslie and Kai were showing up at the museum and you could see up Marilyn's skirt. I mean, she does have like bloomers on, right? Like granny panties. Right. It ain't like it's that big of a deal, but I mean, I can maybe see where some people might be uncomfortable with it. Like it doesn't make me uncomfortable. I mean, would you rather it be Marilyn Monroe or Cardi B? Well, I mean, (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I mean, and, let's pick our battles, people. And maybe one day it would be. Look at it. <laughs> here's the picture. Is that offensive? To me, no. I just think it's an iconic Marilyn Monroe thing. But Right. And it's just granny panties. You got that one statue of the man out there. You know that one statue? Which statue are you talking about? And sometimes you have the one where the, the, it's a fountain and it's a man. You know what I'm talking about? Why are those okay? I don't know. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Attention members and guests, we invite you to join us coming up on Thursday night at the Brick House Grill. Because Kelly, Nashville recording artist, Capital Nashville recording artist, Adam Hambrick will be live at the Brick. And here's the thing. There's going to be a day you're going to look back and say, hey, I remember when I saw Adam Hambrick play the Brickhouse Grill. When you're watching him do his music videos and all that kind of stuff. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Adam Hambrick has written songs for Dan and Shay. Number one hits for Justin Moore, Dan and Shay. And he has his own stuff out there. And again, signed to Capital Nashville. So it's a big deal to have him in town back in Arkansas. It's going to be a really intimate show, too. There's not going to be a lot of people there. So we're going to actually get to hear him. I mean, he's really talented. No, it's going to be very raw. And that's the great thing about going to a show at the Brick House. It's not going to be a thing where there's a thousand people because you can't fit that many right. people in there. It's going to be a couple hundred people. You can be one of the couple hundred to come and enjoy live music. And again, it's a reason to get out. It's a reason to get together with your friends. We also have an exclusive deal that we're doing. It's an Adam Hambrick VIP experience. And this is uh, really cool because what we're going to do is we're going to take uh, people up to the rooftop of the Brick House. And I'm just going to let's be fully transparent. Mm-hmm. Ten people. Yeah. We're taking 10 people to the rooftop. There's going to be a brick house food bar at the top of the brick house. We're going to bring Adam Hambrick up there to the top, the rooftop of the brick house, and you're going to get this acoustic set. So the act you're going to see on the stage later that night, he's playing for 10 people upstairs That's and you're awesome. one of the 10. Like how cool is I know. that? And then you're going to have the chance to do the autographs and the whole VIP meet and greet mm-hmm. and all that stuff as well. If you want to win, it's as simple as like comment and share on Facebook. Just go to Facebook, facebook.com slash Brandon Baxter in the morning. Brandon Baxter in the morning. If you go back and check out today's Brandon Baxter in the morning podcast, I have great advice. Great advice that might change your life. (laughs) Wow. That's confident. No, it is. We also talked about the time I got a hamster uh, as Mm -hmm. a new hamster for Kai from New Hamsterdam. (laughs) (laughs) If that explains the kind of day we've had. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's pretty random and off the wall and silly and. That's pretty much the show on a regular basis, always available on the podcast as well. It's the Brandon Baxter in the morning podcast available wherever you get podcasts. Kelly Perry, what's on TV tonight? America's Got Talent auditions continue. The series premiere of This Is Pop on Netflix, a docuseries covering the impact on pop music by everything from from boy bands to music festivals to auto-tune. Sweet. The series premiere of the Capital One College Bowl. Peyton Manning hosts this game uh, where teams from rival colleges compete at timed trivia questions for a shot at $1 million scholarship. That could be fun. And then tonight's schedule also includes The Flash and Superman and Lois. I hope you guys have a great day and we'll talk to you back here tomorrow morning on Brandon Baxter in the morning.